0: Welcome to Thoughts Off The Stem. I'm Justin Veroni, and today we are smoking on some White Widow. What, what? (laughs) Excuse me. It's about a 20% THC. It was outdoor grown, um, and it's actually incredible, man. I was very surprised about it. So I bought a lot of it. So yeah, so uh, in the bong, we just smoked a little White Widow, and then I got a joint full of White Widow, and of course, as always, the glass uh, tips, because, you know, like I've said a million times, I am enjoying them. You get the full flavor of the weed, you don't get any of that, like, weird, peppery, burnt cardboard kind of taste when you use those, they're freaking awesome, man. Anyway, yeah, I really enjoy them. And I hope you guys are enjoy. you had, <laughs> I hope you guys had a good week. I hope you're going to enjoy your Friday or are enjoying your Friday. And I hope you had an awesome time all week. And I hope just in general, you're having a great time. But uh, yeah, so this week was a little bit of kind of a clusterfuck a bit for trying to get this bad boy done. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I went away for a couple days and it was nice to get out. It was absolutely nice to get out for sure and we went, I took the kids down to Kingston, we went swimming, we found a beach, we got outside, we saw some people, we saw a new city, it was awesome. Because I don't think any of us have been to Kingston yet. Anyway, it was a good time. I don't really have a plan for this because I'm kind of just sort of throwing it out there. But here's the thing that I was thinking about. So. Okay, last time I talked about, or not last time, a couple podcasts ago, I talked out uh, I talked about the fact that some of these like half quarters are costing like 60, 70 bucks, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, come on, seriously, you're gonna charge me for three and a half grams, you're gonna charge me 60 bucks. That weed better be insane. So, on the flip side of that, okay, so like I said, I'm I've got this white widow, right? So I picked it, I I picked it up. Well, to be fair, a buddy of mine gifted it to me. (laughs) Okay. Now this stuff I'm telling you right now, if you were to sell it, it would be the equivalent to these $60 half quarters. Like just blow your mind weed. Right. And supposedly blow your mind weed, I should say. But this stuff here, like if I, if, okay. So if I grew it and I was going to sell it, I would sell it, for like uh, sixty bucks an ounce, <laughs> let's just say, because like the produ- the amount of the amount of effort and stuff that goes into growing the outdoor stuff is not that high. You don't use a lot of resources, just a little bit. So why make a shit ton of money off something that is super awesome, right? Right. So anyway, I I got a whole bunch of this, and it is it is super fantastic, man. I'm while we were away. I took a couple of these joints with me, I rolled a few, oh yeah, spark them up if you got them, (laughs) load your bowls, do your dabs. smoke your joints, let's get into this, so, this is my first joint of the day, pretty excited about it, but, okay, so, uh, where was I going with this? So I took, oh yeah, I took, the, I took two of these joints with me. Same size, which is uh, one and a quarter paper. The glass tip itself is what? Maybe like a half inch long. So a quarter inch into the joint. So they're like pretty fat. If you're not watching, if you're not on YouTube watching it, they're pretty fat joints. I mean, for one person, they do a great job, right? Two people even. Um, but yeah, so they're not small, they're not big. They're medium size, I'd say, but they're a good amount. So I took a couple of these bad boys away. And because I was with the kids and stuff, I wasn't smoking constantly, like, all the time, right? I would just pick my moment. So the first night we got up there, I smoked late at night after they went to bed. Um, the second day we got up there, they were swimming to the pool and I was making, uh, I was cooking burgers because this place we went to had a barbecue and stuff. It was pretty awesome. And uh, anyway, so... <coughs> While I was while I was making uh, lunch, the burgers and hot dogs and stuff, I decided I'll smoke half a joint because that'll be okay for the rest of the day. We're just chilling out, hanging by the pool, and so I smoked half this fucker. And dude, I was so high, <laughs> like like so high. I think I don't think I'd ever tried White Widow before, and it's really nice. Like the high of a of White Widow. If I can explain it, let me think. It's, I don't know if it's a hybrid or if it's an indica. I feel like it's probably an indica. Or a, or an indica leaning hybrid. I'm not sure. Maybe a couple of you guys, maybe some of you guys out there know. But it's like the perfect, it's one of the better highs. It's like the perfect outside, just chill out, see the sights kind of high. Because you can just sort of um, wander around taking everything in. And you're you're like, your brain's not shut off on it you're actually like super into whatever you're doing and i know i noticed that after i smoked it okay so here we i smoked it at lunchtime, and we ate lunch whatever uh, a couple hours later we decided to go find a beach to hang out at so we went we hung out at the beach i was still pretty good good and toasted off this little guy and uh We go out to the beach, stay out in the sun all the time, which is why I'm so red. I don't know if it shows on here, but man, I got my bald head burnt. (laughs) I'm telling you. So as we were walking around and stuff, I would go in and out of realizing that I was still high. Like I kept forgetting. And then halfway through our like wherever, whatever tour we were doing or whatnot, I realized, oh, shit, dude, I'm I'm still (laughs) high. But it made it fun. It made it fun because then when the kids started to like act up or get cranky, I found some, I always found like some kind of fun distraction as opposed to having to be like heavy handed grumpy dad. You know what I mean? It was good. And I contribute that a lot to the high because I got three kids, man. When they get into arguments, it's like one, two, three, and then all of a sudden you're fully outnumbered, dude. <laughs> you're done. You're toast. There's no way you're getting, You no, there's no way you're not going to get mad at this situation because there's three of them all doing the same stuff. Yelling at you, yelling at each other. Anyway, this weed really seemed to penetrate the ability to do, to handle that in the best way possible by making jokes and getting them to laugh and, and instead of getting mad at it, which is what... I don't know if you notice this, but sometimes when I get high, I just, I want to enjoy the high, but the high doesn't necessarily allow, like, outside influence to contribute to your high. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? So, like, for example, if I'm baked on Purple Kush, right, I'm sitting, I'm tuned out, I'm listening to some tunes, whatever, hanging out, or just doing my own thing, but I'm in my own head having like my own conversations, (laughs) thinking all kinds of weird, random shit, you know, but I'm focused on that, on, so, (laughs) on the crazy. (laughs) So, you know, it's a, it's a different kind of high. So if somebody comes in from outside of that high and interrupts it, even if it's in a good way, it's kind of annoying to me. Like it gets on my nerves a little bit, right? So then it, it kind of puts me in like a negative mood. Whereas when I smoked this, if somebody outside the high came in and was like, hey, man, blah, 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 whatever, and starts, like, fucking with your high, whether it's, like, in a good way or in a bad way, but they just sort of alter your high, this was almost like having, um, like, yes, man, like, the thought of, hey, I'm into this. Okay, what's this guy have to say? Even if they're kind of negative, you're like, okay, how can I spin this into fun for me? It made you think, how can I make this fun for me? For sure. This is the how can I make this fun for me weed. <laughs> so that's that's why I find with this. I, I really like it. I told my buddy, I was like, dude, I think you made a weed that... I think you made... <laughs> I think you introduced me to weed that... My number two, like, I love Purple Kush, but dude, this White Widow is right up there. And like I said, I've never really, uh, I don't think I've ever tried it before. And now that I've tried this outdoor version of White Widow, I wonder what an indoor version of White Widow would be like, man. It would be awesome, I think. So, yeah, so I took this on uh on our trip and yeah it it was a good time trip was a good time i could get high and it didn't really matter it was nice but again it's all legal in canada oh and while i was away okay i have a new i have a favorite dispensary man absolutely 100 percent. so um my local dispensary is spirit leaf that's the one that i always go to spirit leaf wealth so um I like them because, I've said this before, but their staff is awesome, their knowledge is awesome, the recommendations are always good, and their products are, are always, I think, in my opinion, top notch. Like, you don't, um, you very rarely get something that you find you don't like, and if you don't like it, uh there's a lot more variety to steer away to steer you over to right but the staff gets to know you when they go when you go there so they're really good at recommending what's good for you based on what they know you purchased in the past so while i was away i had smoked my joints (laughs) and i was out of weed because i don't want to take a big ton of weed with me everywhere i go i like to support support local okay so (laughs) So I stopped at the Spirit Leaf in uh, Kingston, and I walked in. I was out getting aloe for all of our sunburns. <laughs> and uh, so I walked into the Spirit Leaf, and I said to the guy, I said, look, this is like an off-the-moment sort of thing. I wasn't really planning on buying more. I wasn't planning on getting weed, but I'm out. So I need, I all I need is a joint because I'm going home tomorrow, so I, I just want a joint for tonight, and I'd like something that's, you know, 20 to 30 percent somewhere in there with the THC about a gram roll pre-roll please uh, an indica and preferably a kush, but you know as long as it's an indica will be okay. So this guy looks at me for like five seconds, six seconds he's checking me up, looking me up and down and then he kind of like you know uh, puffs uh, scratches the bottom of his chin like thinking about it and then he turns and he opens the drawer behind him. And he looks, 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 looks. Grabs one. He goes, okay. Turns around. He goes, okay. I don't have one gram joints with the THC content that you want, but I do have two half gram joints um, for like the same price, right? So I was like, yeah, that's fine, man. I'll take that. So he goes, yeah, this will work. And he hands it to me, and it's uh, Seven Acres Sensi Star. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's like the perfect pick. <laughs> and he was like, what? I said, man, you nailed it. That's an. All- I love that stuff. It's awesome. Good call based on the description. So, Spirit Leaf is now my fucking favorite, hands down, dispensary. Because any other place I've been into, I have not had that similar feeling or um, experience at other places. They just, they're good, but they're just not that good. I don't know. Something with them connects with me, man. They're good vibes. So, yeah. So, knowing from city to city, the Spirit Leafs are all consistent, and their staff is all knowledgeable. is pretty fucking awesome. It's pretty awesome to find out. So now, no matter where I go, I can find one to go to and be perfectly happy with what I see. Is <laughs> it that the goal, though? Find your guy. I mean, everybody's got another guy too. Let's be honest. But like, if you you know, if you're in a pinch, if you're out of town, if you're not near. Um, maybe you're, maybe you're guys out of town, whatever. But like, if you have a dispensary that you can rely on for like fair prices or decent prices and like a good, um, a good knowledge base and a good, uh, customer relationship and understanding. Yeah, man, that's fucking solid. Right? Right. <laughs> See what I'm saying about this white widow? It makes you all positive and shit. <laughs> it makes you all happy and like excited. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's the first joint that I smoked today. Is this the first joint? Is this the first joint you guys have smoked today, or have you been going all day? Uh huh. That is the question. I also realized that I like well, not realized, but like re-realized that I like history. Because <laughs> when we were in Kingston, we uh, we went to Fort Henry. And we got to learn about the fort that was built to what was it protect the British Navy? I think. Let me see if I get this right. Protect the British Navy in 1818. I could be wrong on the dates. I'm a stoner. Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty fun. They shoot off, They fired off cannons, dude. <laughs> that was pretty fun to watch. And then they fired some rifles. One uh there was one guard there that kept telling us stories of all the different things. Dude, this kid was awesome. He knew his shit and he told his story so well. It was so entertaining. He had jokes. He had, yeah, he was good at it. It was a nice experience. The whole experience was pretty awesome. Now, that's what I'm saying. You ugh, fucking covid, dude. <laughs> it make if one thing, if nothing else, I have to say this that COVID has 100% given me uh, an appreciation for just being able to do the little things and go see the little things, right? Because, like, realistically, if you live near Kingston or whatever, you could go to Fort Henry anytime you wanted in the day and, like, take a tour. You know what I mean? You could go... Or, like, you live in Toronto and go to Canada's Wonderland. Whatever. You live near Disneyland, go to Disneyland. But what I'm saying is, is, like, it's... COVID's definitely given me that appreciation. I'll say that for uh, for the thing that's sort of, like, dividing everybody and fucking, you know... I don't know. Being something that we've hung our hats on for the last couple years. I really do like the fact that once we get out... We seem to appreciate it more. Now, obviously, that'll wear off as it opens up again. But still, I'm just saying it's—that's one thing that COVID's done. That's positive. It's given me an appreciation (laughs) for being able to go to a park. And weed also gives me a nice appreciation for life. So the combination of the two, really. I mean, I smoked weed all COVID. I'm going to continue to smoke weed during COVID and after and whatever. But like, I don't know what I'm talking about, man. I'm rambling. <laughs> oh, like I said, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of half throwing this episode together and half, have you ever worked a job, <laughs> have to try to think of something to say. <laughs> have you ever worked a job where. You had a little bit of excess food at your disposal. (laughs) Because I worked at Tim Hortons when I was in high school. I don't know if I've told this story. But my daughter said I should tell this story. So I'll tell you this story as I round out the episode. (laughs) This episode of Jumble Mumble. So when I was in high school, my dad wanted me to get a job. And I got a job at Tim Hortons as the donut decorator. Okay? My job was at night on Friday and Saturday from 11 p.m. until 7 a.m., all right? Now, there we would start the shift. There would be one. The thing was open all night long because it was in a hotel. So, there would be one counter guy, and he'd work the front. I'd be working in the back, and as a donut decorator, I was the guy that had to put the chocolate and the sprinkles and the filling in the donuts, right? So, that was my job. We had the muffin man. <laughs> And he would make the muffins. And then we had the baker. And he would put all the dough and, you know, fry it all up and do it all, whatever he had to do, and then pass it down the line. So, at the end of this, by the end of our shifts at 7 a.m., there, or like around, I guess around 4 or 5 in the morning, there'd be nobody else there. Like, no customers, nobody else. So, the first night, these guys decide that they're going to initiate me by attacking me with... All The extra muffins because you have like a certain amount of of overload and you could take stuff home with you So people would make extra all the time Excuse me. So these guys attack me with all these fucking muffins and just destroy me and then I had to clean it all up Right. Well a couple weeks in (laughs) I Decided that I had had enough of these motherfuckers (laughs) Pelting me with all the dough in the store. So what I started to do because I think they forgot. But what I did was decorate the donuts. I filled the donuts as well. If you got a jelly-filled donut, I did that shit, okay? So, one night, I'd had enough. And I made three extra uh, trays. I made two trays of jelly-filled donuts that were the size of softballs, okay? (laughs) I hid them in the back. (coughs) And then I made one tray... That was all boston creams and they were all fresh and i was like yeah you're toast buddy so these guys come after me and they try to corner me in the back room so i was sweeping everything up and what they would do is they would wait until i cleaned everything and then they would attack me so i'd have to clean it all again because like you know i was the new guy so they come around the corner and they're about to start whipping stuff I'm standing there with a fucking tray in one hand and a a softball sized donut in the other hand. Okay? I let off on these two. They did not get through the door. (laughs) I destroyed them. They lost. I killed them. I had nothing on me. Okay? These guys were covered head to toe in fucking custard and jelly. (laughs) Alright? So. The end of it, they cleaned it all up, cool, and then initiation stuff over because they realized I wasn't just going to put up with it. Now, the problem with that was, was that at the same time, while we were cleaning it up, our assistant manager came in. And she was not a very nice person. (laughs) And she decided that, hey, you guys are in trouble for this. And she gave me this big lecture. She said, because I was the one that threw, like it was all my stuff. Right. I was the one that got the brunt of this, but like they never got in trouble for, you know, any of the stuff they had done before. So she sits me down and she's like, you know, you're you're not even three months in like I could fire you right now for this. And I'm like, hold on. And I explained my side. And she didn't care. So I got really pissed off. <laughs> so the next couple days, I think, were her days off. And then the following weekend, she was the one coming in and I'd had enough. Of this lady being like super mean to me (laughs) so one day I filled up one powdered strawberry jelly donut to the size of a softball (laughs) and I put it on her seat (laughs) and when she came in she didn't notice it because it was like four or five in the morning she was exhausted sits down (laughs) I got fired (laughs) I got fired that day (laughs) which was fine I wanted to get fired, but I figured I'd go out with a bank, because fuck that lady, man. She never, she, the other guy, oh, they have seen your, I don't care. I gotta defend myself, and you can't be a prick, so fuck her. <laughs> I gave her a fucking raspberry donut. That's right, that's what you get, lady. <laughs> oh. So, I don't know if you can relate, but fuck, dude. It was fun whipping those. You have to understand, these things, I'm telling you, they were the size, and I shaped them out. Like, the way you fill a donut, there's a machine with, like, these big jugs on top that have jelly in them. And then at the front, there's, like, a push lever that has two little, like, squirt nozzles that <laughs> go into the donut. So, you just jam the donut on them, and you fill it up. So, if you don't put the nozzle all the way into the middle, you can fill it up like a ball. <laughs> And then when you throw it, it just explodes all over the person. And, like, you get covered. It's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's a good time. If you ever fill up donuts, if you ever work as a donut decorator or a muffin filler, (laughs) I suggest you try that with a food fight at least one time. It's fun shit. (laughs) All right. And that's my thoughts off the stem for this week. I hope you enjoyed the sesh, I hope you had a good sesh, I hope you have a good sesh after this, I hope you have a good weekend, I hope you have a good week next week, and I hope you enjoy yourselves all the time, always. And don't forget to check out the link tree um, in our bio, and check out the Tots 420 shop, get your t-shirts, get your hoodies, get your hats, get your merch, (laughs) and I hope you join me, Justin Baroni, next week. On Friday at 420 on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you get a podcast, it's out there. Until next time, keep your lids low.